Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome in. This is Coffee Break. I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks for tuning in this morning. The show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And this morning, kicking it off this morning, just in case you missed our chat yesterday with Senator Steve Daines, we're going to replay that for you here on Coffee Break. Yesterday, we did that during Montana's morning news. Just a special treat for us to be able to connect with him in Washington during his schedule. Very busy right now, and I know not all of you had a chance to listen in on that, so we're going to replay that for you on Coffee Break now. We do have a chance to chat today with Senator Steve Daines for a few minutes. Senator, how are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm doing well back here in D.C. Yeah, well, it's a beautiful day in Montana, so hopefully you can escape Washington and get back here for the weekend. Well, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's spring bear season right now, and I've always enjoyed getting out chasing bears this time of year. So hopefully next couple of weekends we'll be able to get out and do a little of that if the weather cooperates. Yeah, well, that's always the key. That's that's always the, the, the wild card in Montana <laughs> spring. Always the big if. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and we've got limited time with you today because I, I know you're busy, so we'll just jump right in. And something that's an issue across Helen, across the state, frankly, across the country getting people back to work. Uh, Things are open back up, but everywhere you look, there's help wanted signs and businesses now need a help of a different kind. And that's been a focus for you with a few pieces of legislation. Well, Troy, first of all, I've got to give a a big congratulations to our governor, Greg Gianforte, who led the way for our nation. You know, he got out in front of this here last week and said, hey, we, we can't continue to pay people more to stay home than return back to work. So he got out in front of this and said, we're going to end this uh, additional federal $300 a week unemployment benefit, and we're going to also pay $1,200 bonus to return to work. And that's exactly what we need to do in this economy. And really, nine other states have now followed Montana's lead. So Montana not only was leading in our state, but we're leading the nation. And, And this is back to the common sense. Anytime you create an incentive where you can make more money staying home than returning back to work. That is a problem. In fact, when you take a look at the national numbers, when you take the average state unemployment benefit and then add this additional federal benefit that was added because of these COVID relief packages, it works out to $15 to $16 an hour, basically, to stay home versus return back to work. So we, we need to fix this problem. It's the number one issue I'm hearing from small business across Montana. I made a swing through Miles City Circle, Sydney, as well as Bozeman over the last week, and I heard this over and over again from our small business owners that uh, we've got to get people back to work. Yeah, Governor Gianforte definitely got the ball rolling, uh, as you said, on the state level, other states following suit. We talked with him uh, here just a little bit ago as he was uh, as he was doing that, and he told us that, yeah, a few other states have contacted me and, and gotten information about how are we doing this, and, and now we're seeing that. How big is that for Montana to sort of lead the way? And we're seeing other states now using what's happening here as a blueprint for their state. Well, I'll tell you, um, Troy, I, I've, I've worked uh, with Greg Gianforte in business together. We worked together for 12 years in our days in the software business there at Right Now Technologies. Greg's been a dear friend, uh, Greg and his wife Susan, for 25 years. We raised our kids together. And so I know Greg well, and that's why I was just so, so pleased when he decided to get in public service and then eventually become our governor because 
I think we need more men and women who bring that common sense uh, that they learn oftentimes being in business, creating jobs, dealing with bureaucracies and government. That is, uh, is leadership and experience that we need. And I'm really pleased to see him now as our governor. We need that kind of leadership here in Washington. I've introduced a bill that, that basically follows what Montana did. It would stop that federal additional federal unemployment benefit and provide a bonus to return back to work. You know, our founding fathers always want to see the states being you know, the laboratories of democracy, the laboratories of innovation. Let the states lead. And in fact, the federal government has a lot to learn from what is occurring with innovation in the states. And here's an example of that in Montana. Senator Steve Daines with us this morning on Montana's Morning News. And you mentioned your legislation. And a big piece of that, I think, is reinstating job search requirements that were previously halted by the CARES Act. I think a lot of people didn't realize those requirements were, you know, they, they hit pause on those. You're trying to get those back in effect. You know, it's just, again, Troy, back to common sense and uh, reminding everybody what incentivizes and encourages people uh, to, to get back in the job search and to get back to work. The constraint we have on this economy, the constraint we have in many businesses continue to grow is, uh, is, is the workforce. And so uh, one of the problems is the government was actually getting in the way of that. It was created a disincentive to return back to work. We've got to fix that. It's common sense. And again, uh, congratulations to Greg Gene Ford and his leadership there in Montana. Yeah. Well, and speaking of legislation, you're also introducing a bill to, uh, to help out first responders. Can you explain what's in that and what your hopes are for it? Yeah, well, it's, this is the week that we honor um, members of law enforcement, recognize them. And our, and our first responders are putting their lives on the line every day, protecting families and communities. I believe we should do everything we can to protect the men and women that selflessly serve our communities every day as first responders and law enforcement. You think about the anxiousness and the anxiety that the loved ones have of those when you have a, um, a husband, a wife, um, an aunt or an uncle that is going to work every day in law enforcement. You know, they, they put their lives in line. Literally, you're not always sure they're going to come home that after the shift is over. I've reintroduced a bipartisan bill that would protect law enforcement from unfair taxes on injury-related pay when they get hurt in the line of duty. We've been working with Ladd and Heidi Polson in Billings. Ladd was in the police force. He was a motorcycle cop. He was severely injured in an accident and is disabled. And sadly, uh, for these families, the, the, the benefits if someone is killed in the line of duty are more generous. If you are injured in the line of duty, it's not the case. And so we're trying to provide better care for these families when their loved one is injured and perhaps not able to return back to work. So that's something really, and a shout-out goes to Ladd and Heidi Paulson, a sweet, sweet couple from Billings who've been working with us here, really telling Ladd's story. And, uh, and oftentimes stories are great ways to uh, persuade people to get on a bill. It's bipartisan. I hope to get this passed at some point. Yeah, I hope that gets through. I, I think Montana sets itself by and large ahead of so much of the nation by uh, just the fact that we still do show respect uh, for our police and our first responders. Montana's different, and that's one of the ways the state is is different. And I, I do want to ask— you, you, know, you know, Troy, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Troy go ahead. just to so add to that, i got to add a point to that. Uh, I am running into men and women now across our state who were serving in law enforcement in other states— 
places like Oregon, Washington, places like Las Vegas, where they've seen violence against law enforcement. And uh, they are, they, they're moving to Montana. And uh, in, in some cases, returning back to careers in law enforcement. Other cases may be doing something different. But just to your point, Troy, they tell me, they say, Steve, we are thankful that we are in a state like Montana that respects the rule of law and looks up to members of law enforcement. And that's really important for us to keep teaching that to our kids and keep protecting that way of life we have in Montana. Yeah, I've got I've got a gas station right on my way home, and I don't know how many times I've stopped there for a drink or to fuel up. It's it's right on the way out to the uh, highway patrols facility. I don't know how many times I've seen uh, a patrolman fueling up there and somebody come up and uh, say hi and shake their hand, and and, and it's amazing to see. And I I do want to ask you before we run out of time just about the addition of uh, a congressional seat for the state. We'll have an election next fall. Then you'll see one more member added to Montana's delegation there in Washington. I know you're in the Senate, of course, this in the House, but this is a big deal. It's a really big deal. Remember, uh, for those who grew up in Montana, remember the days as, as I do when we used to have two House members in Montana. I remember we had you know, Pat Williams was in the West and Ron Marlinay in the East. We had that for 70 years. And then we lost that seat with the 1990 census. We're getting it back now 30 years later. In fact, we're the only state that's ever lost a House seat, and now we'll be getting that House seat back. So it's a good thing to have another Montanan back in Washington. I think most Montanans would agree that if uh, D.C. looked a little bit more like Montana, we'd have even a better country. But the issue now is how they're going to draw the congressional district line Mm -hmm. to ensure we have fair representation. I believe that we should honor the 70-year precedent that we've had in Montana from 1920 to 1990, honoring basically an eastern seat and a western seat. In other words, draw the line pretty much where it always was for 70 years. Uh, we We went back and looked at these maps. Troy, for 70 years, and that would be going through census, you know, six different censuses during that time, not much changed in the way to do that line. Uh, and it was basically a, uh, a north-south line that kind of angled from Gallatin County up to Glacier County, kind of drawn that line, if you can imagine, along the county lines there. And what's really interesting is that in 70 years, if you look at the 1920 map versus the 1990 map, it didn't change a whole lot. I think it was Glacier County and Park County eventually got moved to the Western District because of just balancing the population growth was actually occurring in places like Billings and Great Falls in those days. So I hope we honor that. I don't want to see a gerrymandered map that would somehow try to draw to favor one side or the other. Let's just honor the 70-year tradition we have. And I think most Montanans, their horse sense would say, yeah, an east seat and a west seat makes the most sense. Bring it back to what we had here for 70 years from 1920 to 1990. We're on the phone with somebody in Washington, D.C., talking common sense. It doesn't happen often. Senator, I appreciate you. Hey, thanks, Troy. Always good to be with you. Senator Steve Daines taking time to chat with us this morning. I appreciate his time and his constant work for the state. Keep it right here. More to come after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena 
comes to talk. In today's always on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. And welcome back into Coffee Break. Today is, I have said, Detroit feeling a bit under the weather today, so I'm flying solo, and that means I have Coffee Break today. And we are talking with some guests from Westmont, Ashley Heimbach and Jersa. I oh, got that right. But, uh, <laughs> Ashley was only one supposed to come in today, so I was. she had to bring in backup. She's I so did. afraid of I me. Did. It's just crazy. <laughs> so, Ashley, we'll start with you then, because you were the intended guest. Uh, what, what do you do with Westmont? You know, you from Helena? Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. Um, I am from Helena. I grew up here, graduated here. Uh, left for a few years, but then came back and have been at Westmont now for a little over nine years. And um, I've been president of Westmont now for about three and a half. Oh. Yeah. The top dog. I am. Jersa, <laughs> <laughs> your turn. What, what, where you come from? What, how long you been with Westmont? So I've been um, with Westmont for about uh, three months, and I'm the, in the Human um, Resources Department. Um, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, moved to California when I was 14, and um, went to school in California, and then moved to Montana because my husband was served in the, in the military, and we were transferred here. Um, and we fell in love with Montana, and we're planning to make this our home, forever home. It's not hard to fall in love with Montana. No, it's beautiful. I've been here my whole life. I kind of like it. Uh, but Westmont, Ashley, Westmont, people hear about it, but you guys have quite an umbrella. You're not just this little building with 10 people in it. You, right. got, you got a lot of people going working with you. We do, yeah. We have about 200 employees and 13 different locations uh, within the Lewis and Clark area, and then four different work sites um, for people with uh, developmental disabilities to work at. And so we probably, with all of our programs, touch anywhere from 200 to 250 clients within a year. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it is. You got, I mean, you got the flower and gift shop and all kinds of stuff going on through that, we right? We do. Yeah, we have a flower shop, flower and trading company. Um, we have a full functioning farm, so uh, farm and gardens, and we grow tomatoes and bedding plants. Uh, we also have a pretty extensive mailing program and shredding program and bagged ice. So we're big. I mean, we have a lot. We've reached bedding a plants going to be out there soon. You guys got a location you're going to be setting up again this year? Or are you um, just going to do it out of the farm? The farmer's market. Okay. Um, both of them, the one on McHugh and then the one downtown. And then um, during the day, we have somebody there from eight to four out at our farm location on York Road. Right. And so they can pick them up there too. It is time to get that planting done. And uh, yeah, I see you guys were part of a huge event last week. This Greater Helena Gives, and you were a part of it. One of the, I think they had like eighty nine. I think they agencies did. in there. And they did, yeah. And for us, um, we had set a goal for ourselves to raise seventy five hundred dollars, and we exceeded that goal, which was amazing. Uh, it comes very much at a time of need for us as we're slowly getting back to normal with our clients getting into the community, and so all of that goes to our safety precautions to take make sure that they're safe and and they remain healthy. 
Um, so it just, we really want to thank the Helena community for all of their support in that event. Um, 24 hours and over $7,500. That's amazing. Yeah. And that was, that I think amazing. the total was 260000 It was, like that. It yeah. It was an amazing yeah. total. So yeah. 1,000 people got online and did that. So congratulations to all of you. Helena just steps up. It's amazing they to do. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been here for 30 some years and it's like, it never fails to amaze me that when there is a need, they step up and get it done. It's Absolutely. pretty amazing stuff. But you talk a bit about all the things that you do out there and that brings in Jersa. She's part of the uh, getting people out there in the workforce. That's that's what you're really here to do. Absolutely. And uh, currently we're recruiting for multiple positions um, to support our group homes and our managers as well. Um, as in right now, we're looking for n- nurses, uh, direct support professionals, um, job coaches, and also um, a office coordinator as well for, for our main office. Yeah, job coaches, I know we've hit on that once or twice before, but what's a job coach do when, when, this, when they take on this position? So as Ashley mentioned, we're trying to make sure that our clients are in the community. So we support them um, in the aspect that if they're working a job, then we provide a job coach that can support them through, through their work. Also kind of give them different skills and uh, support where it's needed. So for example, you have a have someone that um, is needing a little bit of help with the interview process. Our job coaches will help our clients at that moment um, be able to prepare and kind of give them the tools that they'll need to be able to accomplish that interview. And they'll do the same through the process while they're employed in different uh, places within the Helena community. So they actually offer direct support to those clients when they go out to work. Exactly. Um, and they're, they're required to know a, a little bit more, like Montana law, and be able to know um, different ways on how to support them and build a relationship with also with employers. So if there's an issue or anything like that, they also work through that process. So they, they do an amazing job, and, and it's a very rewarding um, position as well. Yeah, I can imagine. And it, 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 that's when you place them outside of what you guys do. Exactly. I mean, you have all these things that you do, like we talked about the flower shop, that mm-hmm. employs a lot of your clients. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very different. Yeah. So as they look as an employer, and I mean, there are plenty of help wanted signs out there, and you have how many clients that are in their, your program now that are looking for work? Um, that are looking for work, I don't know the exact number, but I know in the support employment um, itself, we've got over 50. Oh. So it's a pretty big program um, to support. And I know there's always a waiting list. There's forever yes. a waiting list for any kind of disability services. So yeah. the nice thing about our support employment plan is it's not just developmental disabilities, but it's also some mental health disabilities as well. Exactly. Um, so it kind of opens us up into another realm of being able to help some community members. And there's huge benefits for employing one of your clients, too. I mean, when you look at it, they're very loyal. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We make sure they get to work on time, yeah. for sure. <laughs> now you help them out with that. Yes. So yes. That's yes. another great thing. And and when, when employers out there are thinking, you know, turnover is just something that they cringe at but this is something i can imagine when your clients get placed in a job they're very thankful to be there and mm-hmm. willing to stay mm-hmm. absolutely. absolutely it's 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 rewarding for them uh it's something that they look forward to and you really have like a built-in person that's going to make sure that they succeed with a job coach 
because uh, they're going to be there to make sure that they get their job done. They're going to coach them through different um, options and different ideas of how to get the job completed. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of an extension of whoever takes on that employee. So that employer also gets our employee. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. at no charge. No, right, yeah, no, right, exactly. It's not like you're They're hiring two people. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, pot, that, that coach is there to uh, directly assist that Correct. client of yours and help them through the workday and help them with their job. That's a yes. great thing. Yes. And some of the other positions you're looking for, are these these are career opportunities with Absolutely. Um So our direct uh, support professionals are this are the staff that work one on one with our clients. Um, they do uh, different things. Um, they provide the support. They are there to make sure that they're safe. They they help them with their daily living activities. And one of the wonderful things that Westmont just implemented is a career path within the organization. So that means that we're investing in our employees. Um, we're investing in the fact that in the in the fact that we are giving them the tools to be able to grow within the, the organization uh, for example before um, a direct support um, professional um, it would take them two two years to be able to move to the next level which for us is direct support too well now they can accomplish that within three to six months if they complete all their training and all of that and that training is provided by Westmont um, and so not only we're providing the career pact, but but we are also providing the resources to be able to accomplish that, which is a wonderful thing. And we can we are working very hard to empower people to grow within the organization as well. And uh, I imagine working at Westmont's not uh, it's not just a job. It's kind of like a. It makes you feel good, I imagine, every day, yes, right? Absolutely, it's a rewarding um, experience. So, I always tell people that if you're looking for a job that is going to be re- rewarding, where you're making a positive impact, then come work for us because that's the way to go. Um, and it makes you feel good. And there's different. It's a broad field, so there's so many different opportunities. You can go from a direct support. Um, professional to a job coach and and will be there every step of the way to help guide those em, um, employees as well. All right, so plenty of training opportunities yes. as well through Westmont. Yes. And, uh, well, you know, if they're uh, looking to uh, get involved with Westmont, how do they go about it? What's the process for them? They contact you, they go online, they fill out an app. What are they doing? So there's multiple there, there is multiple ways. Um, we have the capability of a paper application in our main, uh, main office um, of Bozeman um, Avenue, and they can also apply online. Um, they can reach out to us as well, um, and myself and Jody will be very, ha- um, very happy to kind of guide them in the right direction and help them with the process as well. All right. So if you're looking for a career opportunity, think about Westmont. You guys are not alone out there looking for help. That's for sure. Absolutely. Hopefully we can uh, steer some people out there and maybe get them back in the workforce here and working with Westmont. But if if they want to lend a hand in other other ways, you got – Volunteer opportunities? You got anything like that happening? Always. We always have volunteer opportunities. We have several different things that, um, you know, anytime we come up to holidays, our flower shop is always looking for volunteers. Uh, As we approach kind of the end of the summer months and look towards a big fundraiser, we'll have some volunteer opportunities. But also, if you just want to be a companion to somebody with a disability, Mm -hmm. we will absolutely encourage that volunteer. All right. So if you want to get involved uh, that way as well. Now, uh, 
again, is there another place they can get more information? You guys got a pretty extensive website, I believe, that they can go out and say, hey, I want to find out a little more. Absolutely, we do. So westmonthelena.com uh, is the website. And anytime that they even, I mean, our main office is open to visitors again. So anytime you want to come down and have a chat with any of us, uh, we have plenty of staff there at the office to have that conversation with anybody. Isn't that nice to be open to the public again? Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's having so people nice. in the studio again. We haven't had that yes. for a while. So it's nice to have people in front of a microphone instead of on the phone with us here. So uh, Westmont, also looking for help. And if you're an employer looking for maybe an employee, how do they go about that process? They just contact you? Mm-hmm. They can contact us. They can reach out and, and apply. Um, and then we'll be... The, we normally get in touch with people within a day, which is a good turnaround time to to reach out to applicants. They do something with the uh, potential clients. Do they? You sit down and talk about expectations and yes. all of that kind of stuff with uh, yes. people that are looking to employ. Yes, and and not only that, but finding the right fit. Okay, um, the, being that we have so many different positions, we can find that right fit, which is important as well. All right, so if you're looking for help, maybe you want to contact Westmont. They, they have people willing and ready to go to work. You're right. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> All right, anything else coming up in the near? You talked just about, you hinted at a fundraiser that's coming up. We'll be talking about that coming up later in the we year. We will, yes, yes. We'll be talking about that later. Um, look for kind of a pre-release on that coming up in June. All right, so we'll look forward to that. And, of course, betting plant time. Don't forget the farm. That's located again where? 3240 York Road. Yeah, well, make, make sure people, because if you want good tomatoes, that's where you go to. And the Farmer's Market on Saturdays. <laughs> Saturdays at yes. Farmer's Market downtown. That's nice to have that back, too. It is. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Very good. All right. Uh, thanks for coming in today, and hopefully we can uh, steer some folks out there maybe to hire some of your clients through Westmont. That would be wonderful. Would we be would fantastic. appreciate that. All right. Well, that's all we have time for today here on Coffee Break. Uh, hopefully, Troy is back with us tomorrow, and I'm not sure who he's got lined up for guests, but I'm sure we've got a full slate of things going on tomorrow here on Coffee Break. Coming up in the near future here, Montana's, well, coming up, it's your ABC News at the top of the hour. And also, we have uh, on the way for you, uh, Voices of Montana. That's on the, uh, that is on the, uh, AM, and we've got uh, Montana Talks on the FM coming up at 9 o'clock. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.